Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom, and I am joined by not one, but two other people in the studio today. Uh, first off is my co-host. Saul Thompson. Hello, everybody. Uh, I hope Saul. you're having a good Thursday. Hope you're staying healthy uh, mentally and physically. Um, hope you are continuing to social distance and observe quarantine rules um, and being vigilant about if you are kind of going outside and, and having social interaction, um, being smart about those as well. Not going in groups, not um, you use your head, maybe <laughs> mm-hmm. is the best mm-hmm. advice that I have. <laughs> Don't YOLO too hard, folks. No, absolutely Now's not. not the time. Uh, speaking of people who are physically healthy, Saul, we have a guest today who uh, is not only very physically healthy, but also gets off some of the most insane fits on Instagram. Uh, I want to welcome onto the podcast Jacob, aka Etchy Chad. Jacob, how are you? I'm doing great. How are y'all doing? Doing good, man. Happy to have you here. Um, I'm ecstatic to be here. I've been looking forward to this. Thank you. Oh, that means a lot. Having you, yeah. Um, how you doing? Like quarantine? How's it? How's it holding up? It's been fine. Um, you know, with the last section of school finals and everything, I was really busy, so the quarantine didn't necessarily change too much, just because I was holed up inside studying, mm-hmm. uh, and the bars and stuff aren't really in my scene so i haven't really been missing uh the gym's closing however has been pretty brutal um hmm. i'm fortunate to have my bodybuilding coach who has a home gym um but majority of that is taken up by a wrestling ring so there's not very much equipment there so i've been just kind of maintaining and doing some swimming at his house uh, okay. my gym's just opened back up monday so i've been uh i've been making up for some lost time there i'm glad to hear it Glad to hear it. Um, so we are a fashion podcast after all, despite being an audio medium. Uh, so can we get a fit check today? Yes. So I am wearing my Needles HD tracks in Bordeaux, or however you would say that. Uh, <laughs> nice. Tech, um, with the tealish pinstripes. I'm wearing oh, those are sick. Y'all, I love these things so much. I'm wearing the Vetmont's cartoon hoodie in the fuchsia pink color. And I have the triple S beside me, but I am currently barefoot. Dang. <laughs> I'm fitted for the pod. Is that hoodie the one that's augmented reality? Yes. Whoa. Damn. That's, that's the next level fits. I was with that because... Uh, I really like this hoodie, and I didn't look into it too much outside of just the fact that I like the graphic and the cut. Um, but the embroidery on it was really, really high quality on it. Um, and I mean, I wear this thing a lot of the time. I don't quite work out in it yet, but yet. Uh, one of these days I'll get there. It's got to earn <laughs> its spot in the roster. Exactly. <laughs> How about you, Saul? What are you rocking today? Um... Pretty simple fit as usual. I, I'm just coming from a workout. Uh, I didn't run today, but I did arms, so I showered. Um, I'm wearing a pair of Wiz Limited cargo shorts um, or cargo pants, excuse me. They're like an olive green color. They're one of my favorite pairs of pants I've ever owned, um, and I have completely destroyed both the crotch and the knees on multiple occasions. Nice. Um, I think they're they're on their their last legs here, so I'm kind of giving them the the glory run on the pod before yeah, officially up on the pod. getting rid of them. Um, I don't even think they'd resell for anything at this point. <laughs> uh, but on 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 top on the body, I don't know. Um, I'm wearing a Devilock um, t-shirt. It is like a like a neon green, and it says "Save the tree." Um, don't destroy the beautiful scenery. Uh, I'm reading that exactly how it is written. Nice. Uh, only one <laughs> tree. Just the one. No, no. Save I'm the tree. very passionate about the one tree. <laughs> Man. Saul, uh, just going off the cuff on this, what's your favorite kind of tree? Ooh, um, might say pine. Uh, big fan of big fan of evergreen. Uh, I really like mm. um, willows. I think they're a very unique tree. 
Um, and I'm also a big fan of most fruit trees. I think that any fruit bearing tree is special and quite beautiful. Nice. How about you, Jacob? Favorite tree? Uh, aesthetically, I like birch. Practically, I like magnolia because the way the branches are, they go all the way to the ground and you can kind of just climb up them really easily. I used to do that a lot when I lived in the country. I would always nice. be up in the magnolia trees. Nice. Beautiful. I think I got to go oak for mine, despite having Strong tree. raked probably a million sure. plus oak leaves in my life. <laughs> uh, we've got probably 30 plus oaks at my house, so we see oh, quite God. a few in the fall time. But yep. I do I do love the oaks. Um, but good fit, Saul. No Thank shoes? Thank you. Uh, no shoes. Going barefoot today on the, on the hardwood floors, feeling, feeling the wood out. Nice. I didn't get the memo not to wear shoes. So uh, my fit, I did. I wear my my pod and stocks, my signature Birkenstocks that I've worn for about ninety percent of the episodes of this podcast. Uh, moving up from there, I have a very interesting pair of pants. It's from the brand Cookman, which is a brand of pants targeted towards chefs. Uh, they're very oh. thick and durable, and they've got like key rings, I think, for like holding spatulas and stuff on them. And they're in like a big leopard print. So they're okay. an absolutely crazy pair of pants. And they were like 40 bucks. And quality-wise, they're on point with very, very nice pairs of pants because they're made for actual working. So give Cookman Damn. a look if you haven't checked them out because they've got a bunch of cool prints and they fit really nice. And uh, on top, I have a shirt that I actually just – I got it in the mail yesterday. I opened it today. It is a charity shirt from Gust Apperton's newest single, First Aid, and it's got like the logo for the for the single on the front. It's a white T-shirt. Very nice. nice. The leopard print sounds sick. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'll drop a fit pic in our Instagram group chat after this and send you a <laughs> link because I think these would be great workout pants. They have an elastic waist. Oh yes. And, uh, nice wide legs as well. Wonderful, <laughs> and and you could go straight to uh like post workout food with the uh built in spatula ring. Built in spatula oh, true. ring. Boom. <laughs> go cook. Go fry an egg on a drain or something again. Something. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, but that you know that concludes fit check of this podcast. Very solid fits all around. Good job, boys. Heck yeah. Um, Moving into the meat and potatoes, if you will, we've we've gathered some questions for our our friend Jacob. We're gonna throw them at him, see what he's what he's liking, what he's what he's not liking, all that good what stuff. What he's feeling, what he's not. <laughs> what he's feeling, what he's not, and hopefully we'll buy some sneakers. Shout out Joe Lapuma. <laughs> um, so Jacob, starting off, uh, we heard how you're doing in quarantine, but. What have you been reading, watching, or doing to fill your time and stay occupied during these last couple weeks? Um, so I've been in prepping for getting back into the gym. Um, I've really just been reading like NCBI and PubMed articles on stuff that I'm interested in. So like I was trying to find stuff on raw garlic. Um, I was looking in stuff on turmeric. Um, I'm a huge fan of turmeric. I've been using it for a while, but I hadn't ever bothered to read an article on it. Um, mm. A lot of times, any time I consider really anything that I'm going to be ingesting or incorporating into um, a workout, I will check PubMed or NCBI, at least within a month of doing so. Because um, I remember I bought a pair of 22 millimeter uh, neoprene knee wraps, and I had been using those on leg day. Um, and I decided to look into it on NCBI, and I found an article saying that um, those knee wraps that put pressure on your patella are actually contributing to a faster development of chondromalacia. Okay. Um, so I ended up dropping them completely just because, you know, you got to take care of your joints. Uh, Absolutely. So I've been reading a lot of stuff like that just because I wanted to hit the gym really hard once quarantine ended. Um, in terms of watching stuff, though, I mean, I've just been watching anime, man. I'm a huge weeb. Uh, I've been watching, I watched Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust twice in English, once in Japanese. Beautiful movie. Um, I watched uh, one of my other favorite movies, which is Walk On Girl, or The Night is Short, Walk On Girl. 
Uh, I may have reversed that, but that's done by the same people who did Devilman Crybaby. So it was okay. a really aesthetic. Um, it's a really unique aesthetic in anime that you don't see them really go for that just like flat color on everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's a beautiful movie. Um, and then other than that, I mean, just a little bit of slice of life stuff here and there. I've been watching Yozakin. Um, I've been rewatching Nijijo. I really love that one. Um, a lot of the shows that I watch are just like slice of life, uh, Moe Blob stuff. So, hmm. I'm a I'm a big personal fan of. I don't watch a lot of stuff, but I read a ton of manga. Okay. Um, and I've been absolutely like, well, I finished, or I shouldn't say I finished. I caught up um, to Kengan Omega uh, and Record of Ragnarok, which are both absolutely sick. Um, and then I've also been checking out Jagan or I don't know how to pronounce it because it's got about 13 A's. So I guess it would be Jagan, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> there are definitely animes that I think translate better only in manga format. And there's animes that translate way better animated. Jojo Bazaar's Adventure is one of those animes to where yeah. the manga is beautiful. But a lot of the way that the stand interactions work really gives credence to an animation format. Whereas mm. if you look at something like Junji Ito uh, and his work that has not gotten the anime adaptation that was made for it just was not up to snuff. And mm-hmm. it's because the amount of detail you would have to put in and you'd have to be so um, so faithful to his art that the budget for the animation on that would have to be absurd for it to have the same effect kind of a deal. I believe they're doing like a full on production of Junji Ito. Yeah, um, they are. And I, yeah, I'm okay. curious as to how it will go because the the episodic ones that they did really kind of bit the dust. Yeah, I mean, I, I from what I heard, it's supposed to be better, but again, like wait and see before making any calls, I right. guess. Yeah, it'll be a good excuse to cop some Junji Ito Yoji Yamamoto collab. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, moving down our list. You are a bit of an Instagram legend in the fashion community. Uh, what inspired you to create your Instagram account or what inspired you to do what it, what it currently is? Um, I started off, so I had two accounts. Um, one of them I really just lost interest in. And the mm-hmm. Edgy Chad, which previously was Hentai Chad until the word Hentai got shadow banned on Instagram. <laughs> um, I actually that I found out at a party because someone was asking for my handle and I couldn't pull it up on his phone. Uh, oh, so it originally started out as a finsta, so it was just me stream of consciousness posting like multiple times throughout the day. A lot of those posts are still at the very bottom of my Instagram just because, um, unless it's something that I just genuinely don't want up anymore, I like to kind of stay uh, more so like personal with what I had posted at some point for sure Um, so it really just started out as a finsta and then um I started taking it just a little bit more seriously because I wasn't trying to be necessarily formulaic with it and it just became like this chaotic entity that I just kind of uploaded whatever to um and I think that kind of is where the edgy chad jacob fit personality kind of came from um was that it was a mix of just how I was like feeling at the time and just trying to be more so like chaotic and not concerned with being hmm. uh, formulaic with what I was posting. Yeah. Well, you, you so do it sense. extremely well. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. You are welcome. Uh, and for those of you who are familiar with his Instagram, if you had to pick two things to pull from it, it'd probably be bodybuilding and fashion. Uh, what got you into fashion? So for fashion, uh, this is a little bit more vague than what got me into fitness, um, just because I can't necessarily pinpoint it. I always tell Mm -hmm. people two things when they ask. One is is that uh, I was big into MMOs, right? Specifically Mm -hmm. K-MMOs to where, you know, there's the cash shop and you make your character look cute and stuff. Um, And I played a lot of MapleStory. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> I love Maple Story. I was I was third job pre Big Bang, and then I hit fourth job after Big Bang. Um, Damn! But it was <laughs> one of those things to where 
I kind of viewed clothing as like a quip, you know what I mean? To where you like you make the sets and like you make your character look cool kind of a deal. Um, so then I started going on uh, the fashion board on 4chan after I got more so interested in like make the aesthetics of like making outfits and stuff in those games. Um, and from the from 4chan, I found the Rick Owens general, and then that was just a downward spiral from there into <laughs> baskets and pods, and the next thing you know, we're here, kind of a deal. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so talking a little bit about 4chan, um, what is it like being a 4chan legend? Uh, like, I think people know you basically by sight um, all over 4chan, which is pretty, pretty strange, I guess. Uh, yeah. I've never met personally a 4chan legend. <laughs> it's it's odd. I wouldn't say that. I don't want to say that like I'm a legend on 4chan, but people do on certain boards. I've been, you know, I cross posters will call me out for cross posting on a different board. Um, it's weird. It's weird to post something and have people know who you are or see your picture get posted in a board that you didn't post kind of a deal. Mm. Um, someone, one of my good friends, um, Ace the Based on, on Twitter, um, really good friend of mine, he, he linked me a thread from the handsome mail board to where pictures of me were being posted um, in a very odd thread. And then... I used to post a ton on K when I was into uh, LARP rating, which is basically just, you know, buying all the gear, buying the plates. Um, that was the only time I ever tripped. Um, I've been recognized on Instagram from people who know me from K, um, which was interesting. Um, so I used to post on K a lot. And then I, I post on Fit very intermittently. Um, I'm actually posting in the current body thread on there right now. Um, I get recognized the most on Fit, I would have to say. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's, I, I don't know how to describe it other than it's really absurd to be not necessarily like a personality, but just like an entity that's recognized on a website like that. Yeah, uh, for sure. Because it's like, you don't, because just based on the fact that it's an anonymous website, you don't know who's saying any of those things and you don't know who's recognizing you and you don't know like who's posting you or what board they took your pictures from kind of a deal. It's it's really interesting, but it's definitely something that I've very much been uh, one of those people who's been immersed online for a very long time. And it's something I very much enjoy online culture. Um so it's something that I'm happy about and it's something that I enjoy. It's just, it's just weird though at the same time. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of a surreal experience to be in that position. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> so moving from the fashion side more into the fitness side, how long have you been lifting for and how long have you been competing in bodybuilding tournaments for? All right, so I started lifting in May 2012 when Diablo 3 came out. Um, okay. <laughs> I had gotten good grades on my report card, and I went to my mommy like a little good boy, and I said, Mommy, Mommy, will you buy me Diablo 3, please? I got A's, and she bought me Diablo 3, and it completely sucked. I hated it. I hated that game so much. <laughs> uh, Diablo 3 on launch was not good. Um, but so... I quit video games. So previous to purchasing Diablo, I need to preface, um, I had, I have a very like hyper fixative personality. Um, and in the span of eight months, my total playtime on games that logged hours was enough to play every single day of a 28th month, February consecutively. Like wow. I played, I played every single hour of February in eight months. Oh uh, and that's God. just on the games that, that logged my time. That's not including my time on like, or anything during um so diablo 3 came out i was pissed but i thought the monk was absolutely freaking shredded like the the concept art for him he's a boss like he looks sick and i said i'm gonna do that uh so i quit video games cold turkey for a year and a half and i just started lifting um and i've been lifting 
pretty much nonstop since then with a short break for um, a double tendon injury I had in my left arm, um, which is recovered now, thank God. And then in terms of competing, I've only competed, I only recently started competing, and that was because my bodybuilding coach saw me at the gym. He started talking to me. He asked me if I was interested in bodybuilding. I said, you know, I've thought about it, but it's never been something I've actively pursued. I just lift because I like to look like this kind of a deal. And he said, well, I'll coach you for free if you want to enter a show. And I said, okay, sure. Uh, and so he started, he took me under his wing. He taught me how to do the poses, how to, um, you know, kind of prepare for that sort of thing. And I did my first competition, um, just a little bit before the quarantine ended. And I, and I left with two first place medals. Um, wow. and that was a very, very, uh, monumentous kind of occasion for me. Um, just because it's, it's, it's the way I explained it to, um, my friends is, is that it's one thing to walk around and know you're big and like people will like, you know, occasionally look at you or glance at you in public kind of a deal. And then it's another thing to go up on stage, practically naked and flex and have people start cheering. Like that's a really <laughs> odd feeling. Yeah. I can't say I've ever experienced that one before. It's, I it's, have to oh, go for it. I have to ask just out of my own kind of personal curiosity. Do you when you're flexing, think about the JoJo theme in your head. That dun 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 dun. That one. I I more so I more so think about the Pillarman theme. The <laughs> Pillarman theme is like the iconic one for me. I love it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's kind of what's going through my head. But it's it's a really gratifying experience to go to your first show and have. Uh, people were telling me that I'll go far in this if I keep at it kind of a deal. Um, everyone was yeah. very genuinely nice to me and it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, that's something that, you know, that you always will remember and you're kind of tell your kids about kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. Man, double first place medals. You have a yeah, perfect so you streak compete, right now. You can compete in multiple categories. Um, so I did bodybuilding, um, because there's fitness, bodybuilding, uh, classic physique, physique, uh, physique, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so I only competed in bodybuilding and I did, um, open, which is the one that's divided into weight classes. So I competed in bantam weight where the upper limit for that is 142 pounds. And then I competed in true novice, which is you're only allowed to compete in your first show. And then you, after your first show, you can compete in novice until you win an open. But because I won my weight class in open and true novice, I am only allowed to compete open now. Damn. Okay. Wow. Damn. So. Jumping over the uh, the uh, well, maybe not the competition, but like the <laughs> the rules. Yeah, I kind of yeah, rules not be damned. Novice anymore, kind of a deal. But I'm fine with that. <laughs> I mean, it was a it was a really fun time and. You know, the the uh, the open medal that I have is a lot more uh, meaningful to me than the true novice medal kind of a deal. For sure. Yeah. So talking about these bodybuilding tournaments, you know, you obviously show up, you're basically naked wearing nothing but a Speedo. When are you going to attend a bodybuilding tournament with a geo basket over your privates instead of the Speedo? I will do the geocock if they let me. <laughs> I promise I will I will show up on stage with the geocock if I can get anyone to let me do that. Uh, I, I love that picture. In my mind, that is like the ultimate picture that I have ever taken. Uh, and I want to, I will remake it before I destroy my geo baskets. That That's something that I want to retake and get like better lighting because that was just done in like, uh, a bedroom in Tennessee at, you know, midnight kind of a deal. I was just like, hey, what if I strapped a geo basket around my junk and took a picture kind of a deal? <laughs> um, no, I, I genuinely love that image. Uh, it's, it, it's my magnum opus in my mind. And no matter how many views drinking the 40 gets, drinking the 40 out of the geo gets or the Balenciaga 40 mil, uh, meter, I'll always love geocock. That was an insane image. Wow. It's truly a masterpiece. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, on the topic of 
fitness mixed with fashion, uh, do you have a favorite designer shoe to lift in? We've seen you do some workouts in some pretty impressive footwear and clothing, but do you have one that stands above the rest? Yeah. So a a lot of the Rick stuff is really good for lifting just because it's so flat on the sole. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know typically you go to the gym you see people in converse and stuff and what is a ramon but a thick converse kind of a deal <laughs> so um, i hear yeah so you hear so the 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 ramones are definitely my low top ramones like if i'm actually going to do a leg day and i want to be head ass and wear fashion when i lift i'll wear the ramones um but I go to the gym if I'm doing like an arm day in the tracks a lot. I really, uh, the tracks are really comfy. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to try. I have a pair of the genetically modified um, pumps from Betmont's coming in. And I'm oh, thinking nice. be my new favorite gym shoe if they're good for everything I want to do with them. Cool. Yeah, especially like with the, the functional pump, like you can oh, lock yeah. it down much more to your foot. It's well, that and they're already for... dirty, so I don't have to worry about ruining them. Yeah, there you go. They're the ultimate fashion head gym shoe. Yeah, so I'm going to, I'll definitely, I'll, I'll do an Instagram post with me at the, the gym right after they come in for sure. But I might, I've been meaning to do a leg press in some kind of head ass fit video as well that I'll probably try to do when my gym partner gets back to the gym. Nice. Very <laughs> nice. Um, on the topic of your style, because you are a stylish guy, uh, how would you classify or describe your own personal style? Um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily even say that it's like a coherent style. It's more mm-hmm. so I buy pieces that look good in a set, kind of how I was talking about that MMO thing. Yeah. Uh, um, for example, like my needles track pants don't really go with much else besides the triple S and the the Vetmont hoodie that I own. So it's really more so I purchase and I, I get an outfit in mind that I want to create mm-hmm. and I, you know, piece together an outfit as opposed to having like a curated wardrobe to where I have a specific style that I, you know, can mix and match. It's more so I have like these like isolated outfits that I wear more so if I have their armor sets. Yeah, my armor sets. I have, you know, I have like the raiding gear. I have the PVE gear, kind of a deal. But I mean, if I had to describe it, that's kind of how I describe it. Like some of my stuff is coherent, but it's very much just I make outfits based on pieces that I think are cool. For uh, sure. And then I I just wear that. And then if I get tired of some of the pieces, I sell them. Or if they're one of the pieces that I've worn so much that I just destroy them, then I'll. Have- <laughs> Make a meme video out of them, kind of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> Get a little bit more, or uh, that that last like dying death rattle. Yeah, the, I uh... give I give them an honorable death, kind of a deal, you know. <laughs> Love it. Absolutely, that's coming up on the geos. Unfortunately, <laughs> the geos the geos days are numbered. The second I figure out what I'm gonna do with them, uh, it's done for. <laughs> Might I suggest protein shake? You could, uh, except for the fact that I want to keep a protein shake down. <laughs> I'm not trying to puke that back up. Yeah, I, I, I rescind that. I don't want to be responsible if you drink a GeoBaskin. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, I have two running things that I want to do with them, and I'm I'm talking to my friends about them right now, about which is more so feasible. Um, one of them is is that I want to put my Boomer Vet Monts fit together, which would be the Insta pumps, like the mid calf socks, jorts with the Prada belt. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at a Prada polo shirt right now, and then like the Vetmont Oakleys, and I want to run them over in a drivable mower and just a fucking a bit. <laughs> wow, um, that's incredible. The other, the other one that I want to do is uh, the I already have a title for the video. If I do, and it's called "I Use the Geos to Destroy the Geos." Um, <laughs> In which I'm going to angle grind part of the leather into dust, and I'm going to epoxy mold that into a shotgun slug. And I'm going, oh to, shoot, I'm going to shoot the other geo with the epoxy geo slug. Oh my goodness! <laughs> if I die, shoot me with the geo slug. Put me out that with is, the geo slug, bro. That is galaxy brain activity. So what I'm what I'm hoping to do is is that 
I run them over with a mower and then I'll just angle grind down that leather into dust and then use that to make a geo bullet to shoot the other one. Oh, perfect. perfect. Yeah. yeah. There you just go. Two stone, make two videos, you know, destroy one geo in each of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Can't wait. Oh, Can't God. wait to see those. It um, sounds like something out of like um, Fallout. You know what I mean? Like I, you oh, have to Fallout get bullets. But... It's my favorite. <laughs> how, how are we gonna? How are we gonna get ammunition for the shotguns? <laughs> they just look down at the shoes, <laughs> <laughs> grind them up and load them in a shell. Why not, dude? Exactly. Oh God, man. <sighs> I just got to take a moment. I was going to move on to our next question, but that is, that was very powerful. Thank you. Yeah. They're on, I mean, you know, you have to come to a realization at some point that those have like no resale value left to them really anymore. Not uh, seven out of 10. Not, no, not, I mean, not a lot do, of life left. They got a lot of life left. I did jokingly post my geos on sale on Grailed once and the listing got removed after, removed after a day. And it was because I used the geocock to, to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually lucky I didn't get like banned or something, but I did post Geocock on Grailed saying lots of like nine out of ten. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! Absolute legend! Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh god, Jacob! Shameless. So Jacob, it. you clearly have a spectacular style with your rare armor sets. Yes. Uh, how has your personal style changed throughout the years? Did you ever have like a hype beast phase or anything like that? Or has it always been this grand vision of getting sick outfits off? So at first I worked at American Eagle. So, you know, I had the, I had the cargoes and the, uh, the AE shirt, there you um, go. but no, I was, I was one of those full Rick guys for a while. Um, to where it was just hundred percent head to toe every day, uh, kind of a deal. Um, and a lot of the guys that I talked to also used to be like that. Some of them still do a lot of the Rick stuff. Smithstagram, for example, does amazing fits with only Rick. Um, and then you see a lot of these other guys who are into Rick, they go into like Boris or like CCP, like my friend, George, AKA Sparta, um, or also Olaf, shout out to Olaf. Um, but the other part of us that were into like the Rick, like, uh, again, Ace, um, new ball, he, we kind of went more towards like the Balenciaga Vetmont stuff. Um, mm -hmm. so it's really curious. It's really interesting to see like that dichotomy of the people who were into Rick, like kind of fall into these separate camps after they went through their hundred percent Rick phase, or if they like evolved into the next stage of the hundred percent Rick phase kind of a deal. Yeah, absolutely. I've never thought about it in that way, but you do see a lot of that. It's kind of like half of them chose to add color and half of them chose to have even less color. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, all of them, all of them look good. Um, mm -hmm. it's, just, it's just curious to see the people that decided to stay dark wear versus the people who went more for that, like, Balenciaga, Batmont, ironic kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, so this is a question that includes all of us, I suppose. Uh, if there was an anime about the fashion Instagram world, what type of character would you portray? I feel, feel like I would be the, like, not necessarily, like, the crazy... Uh, like sensei kind of a deal that lives out in a hut in the woods that no one really wants to suggest that you go learn like the forbidden technique from but when <laughs> you need to go learn the forbidden technique they're like all right kid look he's like way out here don't make any sudden moves but ask him <laughs> to take his tutelage and he'll help you out i feel like i'd be that kind of a character show up show up with nothing but the geocock <laughs> yeah show up with the and if he comes outside and motions you in go in otherwise you need to leave as soon as possible you're gonna catch a slug. <laughs> <laughs> oh god so i think we'd be like announcers at the grand tournament of all the okay. fashion chats oh, fighting absolutely yeah we'd no, be the cornball just... announcers just wearing birkenstocks and selvage denim judging everyone oh, yeah. else's fits i'm fine with that honestly that's Sounds one like a good time to be. that's a great yeah. type oh a lot of a uh, lot of screen time for the announcers. Not gonna lie. 
<laughs> we're performers. What can I say? Exactly. And favorite characters. You wind up with some of those uh, Wattpad Yaoi fictions written about you kind of <laughs> deal. You got to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, uh, John and I, honestly, you got two uh, great announcers, both going to be able to dunk soon. There is uh, nothing that we can't do. Very we'll true. Have, uh, you can, dunk, you can do anything. Exactly. <laughs> We'll have to collab on a video. We'll dunk a geo ball or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> save good. some of the torn up leather and we can like sew it to a soccer ball or something. It'll be sick. Perfect. Sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> Excellent. So, Jacob. Yes. Finish the sentence. Rick Owens, Raph Simmons, usually what I lift in. I lift in it all the time. I used to only lift in Rick Owens, and I'm sure I looked like a goober at the gym when I was going to the campus gym in, like, pods, but I used to... Rick Owens, Raph Simmons, usually what I'm lifting in was, like, all I did for a very long time, and it was sick. Would people ever recognize your fits in the gym? Would they be like, are you wearing that to the gym? Are you serious? That's awesome. Yeah, because there's the... There's the exchange students that, you know, like how the colleges have the exchange students that are like flexing, like Louie and all that. Um, And there would be some of the exchange students that would be at the gym in like Yeezys and like off-white kind of a deal. Oh, okay. So our school has a really big um, uh, business-like thing. So a lot of the international students that are doing business come here. Okay. So that is not, sadly, the answer that we were searching for we were asking about the uh the video the video in which you have a pair of geo baskets and you destroy two 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 tvs sitting on the curb of a (laughs) sidewalk on tvs in exactly (laughs) i don't even know whose tvs those were i was booing around new york and raft zombie (laughs) pants stom crom and geos and there were two tvs on the side of the road and i just started stomping on them Oh my god! It was probably like some family moving, and they were like, "Okay, we're no, not even were, gonna mess with this guy." They were busted already. They were busted already. I'm not gonna be malicious and just destroy people's like t- TVs. Like they were already on their on their backs in the. Uh... For sure, yeah. I'm just joking, but man, that was that is another legendary video in your lineup. That was me during my injury phase where I lost a ton of weight. Uh, okay, and I had my hair dyed. My friend Ace likes to refer to it as the white haired prince, but. Um, that was a, that was a very interesting time. Uh, not very healthy, but, um, I had some interesting experiences during that time. There you go. You got it out of your system. Now you're back on, on the, in the swole zone. Yes. I'm glad to be back in the swole zone. Like you wouldn't believe. (laughs) So talking about your YouTube, uh, maybe the departure from the swole zone, Obviously, you hold a world record that took mm-hmm. <laughs> no shortage of, of physical capability and ability. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, you currently hold the world record in the 40-meter Fortnite hype in Balenciaga track shoes while smoking. An important while distinction. Smoking. See, that, the while smoking is what makes it really impressive because your aerobic mm. systems can't uh, work as good when you're clogging it up with nicotine. Yeah, exactly. that was pure mind over matter. It was pure. It was. It was a. Uh, you know, I went through a massive training period for that. Um, it shows. I was, right. Exactly. <laughs> but that yeah. was. Uh, yeah, that is that. I take it back. Bodybuilding. That is my proudest achievement right there. <laughs> you are indeed a world record holder. Are you worried about anyone coming for your crown? I'm not worried about anyone coming for my crown. I'm worried about a new crown with the track twos, and then I'm going to have to usurp them. That's that's the biggest thing that I'm worried about, if I'm being honest. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah, you know, you got to keep your eyes peeled. I got to I got to keep it up. It's like when the it's like with speedrunners and stuff. A new category comes out, and you got to defend it. Mm-hmm. You could do uh, a nighttime edition, nighttime percent on the topic of speedrunning uh, in the light up ones the light up tracks oh that's a great idea actually i'll have to look into that see if i can find a pair for a good price they'll go so hard in them the battery pack will like implode (laughs) and the shoes will just stop working like those videos where you see someone hit a battery with a hammer and it like pops kind of a deal yeah yeah maybe don't do that one then (laughs) 
Nah, that'd be sick. That makes it better. If the <laughs> tracks explode while you do it, that'd be epic. I was, yeah, I was thinking about the exploding phones on the airplane. Yeah. That's some <laughs> wild stuff, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. We, we are in the presence of a world record holder, folks. I'm uh, currently training to run a mile in Geo Baskets. I want to be able to do a sub six minute mile in Geos. <laughs> Or, I'm sorry, in Ramones. I don't own Geos, so I'll have to do them in Ramones first. I believe in you. It'll be um, it'll be a very enlightening experience for your heels, I'm sure. Oh yeah, no, the plantar <laughs> fasciitis is gonna not be like a like a good time. Yeah, wear some thick socks. Yep. Just like protect everything you possibly can. A sub six in Ramones. I don't know, man. That's tough. It's doable. It's, it's doable. It's, yeah. It's not gonna be easy. Because <laughs> you want. Like you'd, it'd be better to have a low cut because you'll have ankle support, yeah. which you don't want while sprinting. You got the mobility. You yeah. might as well run and like you're doing like a military boot run kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We'll see how it goes. That's the goal for the end of the summer. So talking about working out, sprinting obviously requires the right fuel, uh, the right, you know, uh, materials, I guess, in your body to be able to accomplish feats of superhuman strength. If Rick Owens made a supplement, Jacob, what would it taste like? What would it taste like? There's a few options you could go for here. You could go with like the purest answer to where if you look at the interview of him in 2013 where he talks about his day, and he's like, I like chocolate cake, and then, you know, the Rick Owen M&Ms in the store. You know, obviously Rick's a chocolate kind of guy. He likes mm-hmm. the chocolate, so he's going to make a chocolate protein powder. Or you could go the avant-garde route and say the powder would be black and it tastes like grease, which I think is also equally viable. I think either <laughs> or would kind of be the way it goes. Man, uh, Rick, we know you're listening. Please make a supplement. Please. We don't care what it costs. Please. I love I love when the designers do some like off-the-wall uh non-fashion stuff not necessarily like because supreme does it all the time but when you see like uh what was it rick owens did he did the rick owens my little pony plush that was completely blacked out like that was just an interesting thing to do i feel what about the uh what about the rick burger would that fit your macros i would if i had been in new york when my friends were in (laughs) new york getting rick burger i would have eaten rick burger and yes it would easily fit my macros (laughs) I'd make it fit. I'd build my diet plan around Rick. Around the Rick Burger with the licorice string. With the licorice, maybe not the licorice string. I'll I'll put that off to the side. But the Rick Burger that I'll build my diet around a Rick Burger. Why not? <laughs> I mean, you took his advice to heart. Working I did. Out is Monocouture. I'm surprised we haven't made that joke yet. We've uh, been surprisingly restraining ourselves from a uh, from an easy joke. Yeah. <laughs> the easiest joke to make. Yeah, sorry guys, had to <laughs> had to take one for the team there. Uh, Jacob, we you know we've talked about a lot of different things: fashion, lifting, video games, all sorts of stuff. Uh, in a lot of different segments of the world, we see collaborations popping up left and right. If you had a dream collab, what would that be? If I had a dream collab, I'd want to see like. Probably something along the lines of um, X Bionic X Vetmont. I feel like that would be sick. Hmm. Um, and if you don't know what X Bionic is, it is a um, they make tights basically like weight. They used to make weightlifting tights, and they discontinued their weightlifting tights. And it made me so mad because I only have one pair, and they're getting worn out from washing them. But they make like the full upper body, lower body, like technical tights that have the kneecap support, like the vents on them for like wicking sweat on the thighs. It's they, they look sick. They kind of look like the misbehave. Uh, okay. But I love those tights. I used to wear them every day for leg day. And I would love to get like the Vetmont's, uh, where it just says Vetmont's diagonal, just like the bodysuit on a pair of X-Bionics. I think that would be sick. That'd be really cool. No yep. uh, Vetmont's tattoo print tights the vetmon's tattoo print tights could be like a separate run kind of a deal <laughs> yeah for max days for the max days yeah you show up in the full 
I wanted to get the Vatmont tattoo top, but I already have a ton of tattoos and they'd, they'd show through. That's true. Yeah, you, your tattoos are pretty sick. Thank you. They really are, yeah. So, Jacob, we've talked about supplements. We've talked about your macros. Um, very important question we ask all of our guests on Pair of Kings. Um, an essential question, some might call it. But how many jars of peanut butter do you think you could eat in a week? So it's really nice that you're asking me this now because I have four individual full tubs of peanut butter in my upper shelf right now. Um, oh. I have a Jif double pack. I have a Peter Pan, like the big tub, like the fatty one. And then I have a great value fatty one, all all in my on my upper shelf. I'll, I'll DM you guys a pick of them so you know I'm not like yanking your chain for the podcast, but I literally have probably like eight pounds of peanut butter right now. Wow. Um, and if I had to go through it all, I think I could probably get through eight pounds of peanut butter in like 12 days if I had to. Oh my God. So with some math, that's 4.2 something? Yeah. God damn. Okay. That is a lot of PB. <laughs> I'll make it work. Yeah. I'll make it work, folks. I believe it. So, Jacob, before we get to our final question, which is in itself a doozy, we'll ask you a different one. Um, who are some of your inspirations, whether they be in fitness, in fashion, in art, in life as a whole? Um, uh, Franco Colombo for bodybuilding and Frank Zane. Um, they were both, uh, on the shorter side. Franco Colombo was Arnold Schwarzenegger's best friend. Um, he was actually shorter than me. Uh, he was the strongest for pound bodybuilder. Um, I think that him and Arnold had an amazing bromance and they got along very well. Um, Frank Zane was just incredibly aesthetic. I do like Ziz, not to discount Ziz, but I kind of miss the bodybuilding misc forum obsession with Ziz, so he wasn't necessarily as influential. Um, also, huge shout out to, he has no followers. Don't follow him because he'll block you. Don't mention him. Don't tell him I told you who he is. Uh, in love, there is truth on Instagram. He is a massive man who really is a huge proponent of psychedelics, and he wears like Balimon shirts with leggings. He's the one who showed me what X-Bionic was. And then like Geo baskets or like Louis Vuitton or he wears CCP. He's insane for the shoes. Um, so those are probably my three, three of the biggest inspos um, for that. In terms of fashion, you know, shout out to the as the freaking models for the product pages on like Sense and everything because some of those guys got some fire fits, and that's how I kind of figure out what I want to put together. Nice, good answer. Yeah. All right, Saul, you take our last question, man. Okay. It's I've, been, I've been looking forward to it. Yeah. So question we've asked all of our guests, uh, there is a dedicated channel to our Discord, in our Discord, excuse me, um, specifically for answering this question. Um, if you would like to join the Discord, just simply shoot the podcast um, uh, account a message. Just tell us your favorite moment or anything that shows that you have listened to a podcast. We will okay. be happy to... Happy to let you join. However, Jacob, if you were given a year, do you think that you could eat a wooden door, including its hinges and doorknob? And if yes, how would you go about doing so? Yes, I, I definitely think I could do that. So I think what the plan is, is that you would have to equally divide the door into 365 segments and figure out what the minimum amount you have to eat per day is. Mm -hmm. uh, I would take the doorknob and hinges and I would angle grind those into dust basically. And I would use that kind of like salt on the wood. I would boil the wood until it was so soft that I, I would basically make wood pulp out of it. And okay. I would just do what I do with my protein shakes. I'd put some doorknob dust, I'd put the wood pulp in my <laughs> shake and I'd just down it. The shake's so thick, I'm not even gonna know what I'm drinking kind of a deal. I think it's 100% doable, I could on my life, eat a door and its hinges in a year. Damn. Good man. That's definitely the most confidence we've heard out of a guest. Yeah. You just came out the gates. We love to hear it because we are both. Yeah. We both believe we could eat a door as well. So, you know, you love to, you love to see that energy reciprocated. 
course. It's it's not with we're holding ourselves back by not eating doors. We need to open up the possibility of like inedible things we can eat. Yeah, That's what it's we're about, saying. It's about human accomplishment. Saying. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. Uh, a guy. The people who say, "What is my motivation?" That's whack. I'm sorry. It is. You know, don't don't think about it as what's in it for you. Think about it as what you can do for humanity. Exactly. exactly. You can eat a door. A yeah. guy in the 70s ate an entire plane in two years. Anything is possible. Oh, if he can do a plane in two years, you get time frame down, man. If he can do yeah, it, man. I can. You got to race him. You know what I'm saying? Your your motivation is beating that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think. The guy's since passed, but I was reading about him, and I think he ate like 18 bikes throughout his life, a couple cars. The plane was like his magnum opus, but he, he was very committed to his craft. Is this like a My Strange Addiction thing, or is this just like the dude said, fuck it, I'm going to eat stuff because I can? That's a good question. Uh, I think it was so – I mean it was back in the 70s. I think he might have been kind of like – that was his thing. Maybe that like was that his like income source. Okay. I don't know if yeah, if he did like shows or something, or if that was just like what he was into. Maybe he just had a normal job and just ate planes on the side. But regardless, shout out to that guy. I think it was John F. Kennedy that said, "Ask not what eating a door will do for you, but ask what you could do to eat a door." That sounds <laughs> accurate. I remember. I remember hearing that in history class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds really familiar. I'm actually crying right now after hearing that. It's so beautiful. Manly tears are bursting from my face. I'm so, yeah, truly. Um, so, Jacob, that wraps up the meat and potatoes portion of this podcast. Uh, as long as those fit your macros, of course. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, we are an audio medium. And that means, you know, what's another audio medium? Music. So before we get out of here, we'd love to hear your song of the week, just something you've been enjoying listening to lately, whether it be in your free time, when you're working out, anywhere. Uh, we'll, we'll toss it up on our playlist for all the people. Okay. Um, that's an easy one. So I was listening to this in the gym today. It's by Cobario, spelled K-O-B-A-R-Y-O, and it's called Tool Assisted Speed Core. Ah, I saw that on your story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that song. I vibe to it all the time when I'm in the gym. Very high BPM, very loud, very chaotic. And then it hits a few breaks in there that are more like, you know, more like structured. It's so good. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I remember seeing an Instagram post of yours talking about not listening to anything under 400 BPM. <laughs> yeah, I, I I primarily listen to extremely high BPM music, um, and there's a reason outside of that besides the fact that I just am a fan of really fast things. Um, it's there's an article on it that the higher BPM and more energetic your songs are, like this is on PubMed and in CBI, um, it raises your amount of perceived like exertion you can do um, mm -hmm. huh. at different levels of like. VO2 max and stuff. So I've heard about that as well. Yeah. So this it's, is like galaxy brain. Holy hell. Yeah, it's really interesting, like all the science behind each and every aspect. Everything I do is very MMO min max based. I'm a very much a meta a min max kind of a guy. Gotcha. So. Yep. Love to see it. Uh, how about you, Saul? What's your what's your song of the week? Uh, probably just about on the other end of the spectrum from something like 400 <laughs> BPM. Um, one of the saddest songs I know, uh, but it is beautiful. And I have it on vinyl, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, my song of the week is For Emma by Bon Iver. Ooh, good song. Thank Very you. sad song also. Yeah. What about you, John? Song of the week? Um, this is a song that Saul, you won't like. Jacob, I'm not sure if you'll like it or not. It depends on <laughs> artists you're into. The song is Wonderland by Blade featuring Echo 2K. Uh, it's from Blade's newest project. And I think it's just a it's a beautiful track. If you're I do I do love Blade. I'm a I'm a I am a fan. You're a drainer? I am a drain gang. Drain gang. Oh, yeah. Saul cannot relate. That's sad. I'm sorry his, to hear his that. His drain is clogged. 
so to speak. You gotta, you gotta unclog his drain, man. You're spending all these times on these podcasts with him. I try. Okay. I try. I even tried like starting off with Young Lean, like right. working to it, but it hasn't worked yet. It hasn't taken, but we'll get there. Maybe we'll get there. <laughs> Saul's probably shaking his head right now, saying I absolutely <laughs> won't. But I'm angrily okay. chew. I'm angrily chewing on a pen. I just, I don't, <laughs> I just don't think that they're that good. I'm sorry. He's clenching his fist as a vein pops out of his forehead and he's restraining himself from threatening to kill you kind of a deal. Yeah, something, something along those lines. But yeah, Wonderland by Blade. I can't wait because that means Saul has to add that to our, our weekly <laughs> playlist. I have already done it. Wow. And I, I listen to our playlist on our run and I don't skip any songs. So, Well, maybe this will... This will well, now I know what I'm going to add for like the next five weeks. So it's all Please saturated. Don't, with don't, I, I change up my recommendation every week, John. <laughs> Please. You got, you got to hit me back up. Tell me how many, uh, how many seconds uh, Tool Assistant Speed Core takes off your mile. I'm curious to know. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I will 100%. do that. I'll do that tomorrow. I will run a, I guess I'll have to do it at two points of the day. As to do it, or I could do two quarter miles, and I'll do one on tool assisted speed core, and one with no music, and we'll see how it goes. I'm gonna one. do the same thing. I typically run a pretty even pace. I usually run like four miles at a time. Yeah, my pace doesn't go outside of ten seconds per mile away from each other. So I'll maybe I'll I don't know if I want to start off with it or if I want to end with it. But I'll just keep it on repeat for my last mile and see how it affects me. Because I do notice certain songs, like it feels like I'm I could run through a brick wall. Right. One hundred percent. So, folks listening, uh, if you do want to find any of these songs, you can find them in our playlist, simply titled "Pair of Kings" by Saul Thompson. Um, and additionally, you can find any songs we've been listening to throughout the week on a playlist called Pair of Kings Favorite Songs, which we update regularly with just stuff we've been enjoying on Spotify. And uh, yeah, and if you can't find those, feel free to DM the account. And Saul and I will probably DM you back at the exact same time with the same link because we share the account. Um, so, Jacob, we've had a spectacular time getting to talk with you for the last hour and 10 minutes. Uh, before we go, we would love to give you some time on the mic to plug whatever you want, uh, let the people know what you got going on, and uh, you know, take as much time as you need. Oh man! Uh, in terms of plugging anything, I don't, I don't have too much to plug. I'm not really working on anything right now, and I don't want to just plug myself. Um, more so, if you're gonna post some head-ass stuff online just be careful about what you do and what you post and like put a little bit of thought into it um because you don't want to post some stuff that you know you're gonna regret at some point um obviously a lot of this some of the stuff that i do is like really head-ass but i'm more so talking about we're not in that age of the internet anymore to where stuff like uh i dubs and stuff because mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've seen channels pop up that like try to follow that same kind of offensive humor. And I was very much of the camp at some point that I thought that all humor is humor. And as I've grown and learned as a person, I've realized that, uh, you know, some things really are just heinous and you shouldn't joke about kind of a deal. Absolutely. Um, you see all these like edgy meme posters and stuff. And it's like some of that stuff, man, is it, just brutal. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah you got to be careful and knowing that you know that's a part of the internet that it was just normalized to post that it's like you i wish i I had not posted some of that stuff on accounts that i had posted it on kind of a deal Mm -hmm. just because i thought that it was the normal thing to do at the time yeah very well said very well said all right folks that does it for this episode of pair of kings we want to take a moment to thank once again jacob for coming on and joining us in the studio social distancing of course we're (laughs) states apart from each other (laughs) literal miles dozens of them dozens if not hundreds if not Um, but yeah jacob thank you so much uh folks at home thank you for tuning in and uh saul how about you take us out 
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much to everybody for joining us. Again, thank you to Jacob. Uh, it's been our absolute pleasure. Um, we look forward to releasing this episode, uh, making some spectacular memes. I think we've got quite a bit of meme material here. <laughs> yeah, it's been a it's been a spicy pod. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, thank you so much um, to everybody listening. Please stay safe. Um, have a great Thursday. Um, and stay conscious of what you post on the internet. Um, as always, I'm Saul Thompson, joined by my co-host, John Hogaboom. And this week by Jacob, a.k.a. Hello. H.G. Chad. Um, this has been Pair of Kings, uh, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Thank you.